Good morning. I'd like to welcome everyone to worship. Great to have you with us today. Did anybody, Bonnie Arnawine sponsored the Mystery Prelude in memory of her husband Bob, one of their favorite songs. Did anybody get it? Moonlight Serenade, yes. Uh, decorating, I want to thank everybody who helped decorate the sanctuary in Town Square yesterday. We still need to do the chapel, and that's going to start at 1230 Wednesday. If you could help, we'd really appreciate it. The angel tree tags are out, and uh, if you are going to purchase a gift for a needy person, it needs to be back by Sunday, December 11th. The 10th, I'm sorry. Advent by candlelight, December 5th. Christmas whispers, December 12th. Women's book group this week on the 28th. Also, the youth group are going ice skating today. And lessons and carols. I know it's a favorite service for many. That's only at 9 and 10.30, and that's on December 10th. And I don't know. I can't read my own writing. Huh? Christmas pageant that day, too. No, I didn't write that down, but I'm looking forward to it. And we're supposed to have a baptism, I think. It says it in the bulletin, but I don't see the Brockbergs. So uh, if they come in late, we may shift the service around or may do it after church. But keep an eye out for the Brockbergs. We rise for opening hymn. <laughs> make our beginning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A 
Please be seated. Invite the children up. church today. I forgot one thing in my announcement, so I'm going to do it now, but Marilyn Stargard has written our Advent devotionals for us. You can get them online on our website, or there's hard copies in the narthex, and as you exit the town square. She did a really fantastic job. See, I said that because I'm trying to avoid talking about something. Um, Maybe 20-some years ago, Mr. Mammel suggested, because Pastor Rickard, who was here then, loved U of M, and he always rooted for him, and I'm from Cleveland, so I always rooted for Ohio State. So we started this tradition, if Michigan wins, I have to wear blue. (laughs) (laughs) Next year, I'm gonna be wearing red, I think. Yeah. So blue is the color of Mother Mary also. Whenever you see Mother Mary, she's usually... Yes, okay. You'll see her in blue, and it reminds us to get ready for Christmas as Mary got ready for Jesus to be born. Now, the church windows at a church I served in Illinois before I came here had the whole life of Christ. And next to Jesus coming out of the tomb, there was a tulip, and I thought... I had researched it. Tulip was a symbol of the resurrection. Then I noticed by Mary, there was an Easter lily. I had to research that, and I found that's her flower. And so today, I'm going to give you a little Easter lily, and maybe you can put it at your nativity, your manger scene, right by Mother Mary, and think about how she helped with the whole Christmas story. Lower level. They would be in the lower level. The Old Testament reading for today is taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 51, verses 4 through 6. Listen to me, my people. Hear me, my nation. Instruction will go out from me. My justice will become a light to the nations. My righteousness draws near speedily. My salvation is on the way, and my arm will bring justice to the nations. The islands will look to me and wait in hope for my arm. Lift up your eyes to the heavens, look at the earth beneath. The heavens will vanish like smoke, the earth will wear out like a garment, and its inhabitants die like flies. But my salvation will last forever, my righteousness will never fail. Here ends the Old Testament reading. The epistle reading for today is taken from the book of Jude, verses 20 through 25. But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. To others show mercy mixed with fear-hating, even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. To him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, before all ages, now and forever. Amen. Here ends the epistle reading.
please rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel. Our Holy Gospel reading this morning is from Mark 13, verses 9 through 37. You must be on your guard, you who will be handed over to the local councils and flogged in the synagogues. On account of me, you will stand before governors and kings as witnesses to them. And the gospel must first be preached to all nations. Whenever you are arrested and brought to trial, do not worry beforehand about what to say. Just say whatever is given you at the time, for it is not you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. Everyone will hate you because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you see the abomination that causes desolation standing where it does not belong, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the housetop go down or enter the house to take anything out. Let no one in the field go back to get their cloak. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that this will not take place in winter, because those will be days of distress, unequaled from the beginning when God created the world until now, and never to be equaled again. If the Lord had not cut short those days, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, whom he has chosen, he has shortened them. At that time, if anyone says to you, look here is the Messiah, or look there he is, do not believe it, for false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. So be on your guard. I have told you everything ahead of time. But in those days, following that distress, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, people will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory, and he will send his angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heavens. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that it is near, right at the door. Truly I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard, be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It is like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with their assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening, or at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. Here ends our Holy Gospel lesson. We'll continue and confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified,
and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. I can't believe it's been three years in a row. Yeah. Good for you. And I thought, you know, don't know how the game's going to turn out, but there's going to be a feeling on one side or the other like it's the end of the world. And so I thought I'd preach on the end of the world. Always the last Sunday of the church year, the assigned readings go discuss the end of the world. And today I want to talk a little about that. I, I think there's more interest in Christ's second return and what's going to unfold, especially now with what's happening in the Middle East. Jesus said, when you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, you will know that its desolation is near. He said those words of prophecy that really referred to 70 A.D. when Rome destroyed the temple. It's unfortunate our country seems so divided and almost angry. And it's so sad to hear how so many people hate a particular group, the Jewish people. I've often wondered how Hitler and Nazism could get away with what they did. But now I can see it could happen. Pastor uh, Martin Niemöller, a Lutheran pastor in Germany, was pro-Nazi at the beginning. But then when Hitler took control and he saw what was happening, he started to speak against the movement. He spent many of his years in concentration camps. He wrote this. First they came for the socialist, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionist, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. How true those words still are. Jesus said, if those days had not been cut short, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. Now, it's very challenging when our gospel lesson for today, Jesus is talking about numerous events. Uh, obviously, he's referring to 70 AD, but he also speaks about the end of the world, the second coming. And it becomes very confusing to understand. Uh, Jesus, he left the temple one day and he said, do you see all these things? He asked, truly I tell you, not one stone here will be left on another. Every one will be thrown down. He's referring to 70 AD, destruction of the temple. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came in privately. Tell us, he said, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign of your coming at the end of the age? Obviously, Jesus must have taught a little to the disciples about a second return. Jesus answered, watch out, that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. Can you imagine a hatred toward the Christians? And we do see it. World Watch List. It's an organization that uh, looks at the persecution of Christians and how many are martyred. And they determined last year in 2023, 5,621 Christians were put to death because they believed in Christ. That's 15 a day. Can you imagine 15 of us 
each and every day being executed for our faith. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will pr be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. So we have all these warnings, rumors of wars and wars and famine, earthquakes, all these things are warnings that the end is coming. But Jesus said the end will not come until his word is spread to all nations. 2,000 years ago, that's the command he gave to the disciples. It's called the Joshua Project, and their job, they're trying to get the word of God in every language to all people. And they have determined there are over 7,000 people groups who have not had an opportunity to hear the gospel. Is that what God is waiting for? Revelation 20. Revelation is such a difficult book. Martin Luther did not like the book because it was so confusing. And it can be so abused. People try to make the events of today fit. And sometimes they really don't fit. Uh, in Revelation, there's a great harlot who does business with nations and kings. Somebody determined that great harlot is America because the Statue of Liberty who stands on the water. It doesn't make any sense, does it? You have to be careful. In Revelation 20, and I saw an angel coming down out of heaven having the key to the abyss and holding in his hand a great chain. He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent who is the devil or Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. He threw him into the abyss and locked it and sealed it over him to keep him from deceiving the nations anymore until the thousand years were ended. After that, he must be set free for a short time. Now, a lot of confusion over these thousand years. What does it mean? A thousand millennial, okay? You have premillennialists. Premillennials say Christ will return and for a thousand years establish some type of earthly kingdom. Then you have the postmillennialist. Christ will return after this thousand year period when the church is going to have a golden church age. I think the best approach to this thousand is amillennialism. Amillennialism takes this number a thousand and doesn't say it's an actually thousand years, but the number thousand represents a period of time, the church age. And when Christ ascended, the end for a second return began. And that's the period of the church age. It's been over 2,000 years. Who knows how long it will be? But during this period of time, the church has the opportunity to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. We heard in our gospel today, but about that day and hour, no one knows. Not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. The Son, Jesus, does not know when he will return. Again, it's back to wedding talk. Remember, Jesus said, I go prepare a place for you, and if I go prepare a place for you, I'll come back and take you to be with me. That was a groom talking to a bride. I'm going to get my addition to my father's house done, and when it's done, I'll come get you. But the Son didn't have the right to determine when it was done it would be the father the father would say oh yeah this edition is good that's it's good enough for your wife go get her well it's the same thing when jesus come he's the groom we are the bride first thessalonians 5 uh, now brothers and sisters about times and dates we do not need to write to you for you know very well that the day of the lord will come like a thief in the night while people are saying peace and safety destruction will come on them suddenly listen to daniel old testament at that time michael the great prince who protects your people will arise there will be a time of distress such as not happened from the beginning of nations until then but at that time your people everyone whose name is found written in the book will be delivered so michael's going to return we heard the reading in Revelation that Satan's going to be released for a period of time. We don't know how long that will be, but it seems to be indicating that the things in the world are going to become much worse, and there's going to be a great persecution of Christians. But notice whose name's written in the book. What book? You go to the book of Revelation, and you're going to find a mention of books. 
And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. Anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Whether you came to faith by baptism or the preaching of the gospel and the Holy Spirit, your name is written in the book of life. Your sins are forgiven. You are redeemed. Jesus said, For as lightning that comes from the east is visible even in the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. There's a tradition. When Christ returns from this passage, he will come from the east. I'm glad we moved the cow bearing from the west side to the east side. There's old tradition in some church cemeteries. They bury everybody in a direction so when the resurrection comes, they will be facing east. Some churches have the tradition of burying the pastor in the opposite direction. I don't know why everybody finds that so funny. I'm going to be buried face down. <laughs> and so at the resurrection, the pastor has one last time to lead the people to Christ. There is going to be a rapture. When Christ returns, in 1 Thessalonians 4, Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, it almost sounds like he was anticipating it in his lifetime, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Now, why are we meeting the Lord in the air? He's not taking us to heaven. Jesus is still coming down for the judgment. Remember when Jesus entered Jerusalem for the final time? People welcomed him. He's a dignitary. He was somebody important. It's the same thing at the resurrection before the judgment. We are going to be caught up in the air in this rapture to usher Christ down to this earth. And that will be certainly the day we understand and truly appreciate our names being written in the book of life, our eternity with him. In this world, we have such chaos. We have wars, we have famine, we have pain and suffering. But that won't be in the next world. Praise God. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all human understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We rise to sing the offertory.
rise. Let us pray. Father, you go before us. You are the God of our past and our present. By your hand, we were all created for unique purposes and to realize in these days of our lives on this earth, we know we have an enemy set to destroy us. Give us boldness. We need to operate in the power of your Holy Spirit and recall and remember the truths in your word. Bless our lives to persevere and run the race marked out for us with full steam to the very end until we're called home. Today we pray for the family and friends of Izzy Sherman who was called to her heavenly home. We pray for those facing health concerns, Kelly Frasinello, Jim and Anita Terry, Joe Legault, Ron Ging, Amber Nyland, Mike, Richard Bergstrom, Denise Robinson, John Wargelin, Paul O'Brien, Howard, Scott Parrish, Rick and Carol Warnicki, Brian Leahy and Tony Kernett. We pray for those in hospice care, Dan Hildebrandt, Linda Boyce, and Etta Unruh. Please watch over the people in the Middle East during this time of war. Please pray for all those serving in the military, police and firefighters, for all world leaders to be receptive to godly counsel, and for all those suffering from other health concerns. We celebrate anniversaries and birthdays today, including Bill and Carol Leahy, who are celebrating 55 years of marriage. Our sanctuary altar flowers placed by Tim, Kristen, Eric, and family in memory of their mother, Joyce Rolfe. All this we ask as you have taught us to pray. bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant to you his peace. Mm -hmm. 